you're listening to the Red Diamond Horium, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to episode 43 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am your host, Dog Bark 24. Bob couldn't make it this week, so I am here, and yeah, it'll be fun. I brought a few friends that, you know, might come on later to talk, and yeah, we, we might make fun of Bob. But if you hear, like, any weird noises in the background, like spray paint or, you know, construction, it's just don't worry about it, all right? We're doing some uh, remodeling of the courier shop while Bob's out. You know, Bob really shouldn't have trusted me with the keys, I mean. Don't really know what he was thinking, you know? So, yeah. All I'm saying is that, you know, he comes in, you know, next week. Like, I I don't know why, you know, flesh section rocks are tools for the dim-witted and, and, you know, the dog far, mag far is best is written all over the walls. I don't know. That, that wasn't there when I got there. Like, anyway, so there's been a lot of, like, news that's happened since our Mark Arth uh, patch notes. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into that. First up, we have the console launch of Mark Earth. And yeah, that actually ended up being a day early, so that was cool. Got in there. I don't remember too much about it. I'll, I'll probably, it's written our, in our other show notes, but so we'll definitely talk about it next week because I know Bob also did stuff on it. So yeah. So with the launch of Mark Earth, I mean, we've all kind of uh, noticed it, but it's been a bit buggy. So there's been incremental patches and hotfixes, and I'm going to kind of go over them with you. The first incremental patch was on 11.16 for PC and Stadia, and 12.2 for consoles. This was a lot of fixes there. It's kind of like an overview. It's like the first like big uh, bug fix patch for this uh, for Mark Arth. It kind of sucks that console players had to wait until December 2nd, but hey, it's sooner, better than later, right? So, we also have another incremental patch, which is coming out on November 23rd on all platforms, so there we go. This will fix some common crashes in Dungeons and Trials, as, as well as other bug fixes. And as far as some of the crashes, Bob and I, uh, we actually encountered this bug when we were fighting Kalurian and Fang Lair on Veteran, and it was on Veteran. So it was a bit difficult when, like, I would crash, or Graham would crash, or Bob would crash, or we would all crash, and it was very, we, it was just undoable. We, like, we couldn't pass it because not all of us could stay connected for long enough. We got it pretty close, though. I think we got it down to, like, 20%. It's just, we couldn't get, just weren't able to beat it past that, so... But hey, you know, eleven twenty-three. Come on, Bob and Graham. Like we can do clearing and fading layer. We can do it. Hopefully. But I'm sure we can. And then there was a hot fix that recently happened, actually just yesterday, which is eleven nineteen. And there's two big things that it semi-fixed the bug where if the crown of a battleground group accepted a queue first, that the rest of the group couldn't join. And Bob and I actually experienced that bug when we were trying to do an under 50 BG like a week or two ago. 
And then I said semi-fixed because it was only fixed if you're in the same zone. So if you play BG with friends or in a group, just be sure that you guys are in the same zone and make sure that your crown accepts last just to play on the safe side and you all get in there because no one wants to do a battleground and not everyone gets in. That's not fun. The other part of the fix was the for the dungeon finder. It fixed the problem where people under 50 couldn't get into dungeons sometimes because the group setting was placed on veteran, even though it would be a normal dungeon. So, yeah, I mean, it's good that they fixed it, but there was an unfortunate uh, side effect that came to this, and it broke the random normal dungeon fighter completely. So, for example, Bob and, Bob and I queued as a tank and healer combo, and we got no queue for about eight minutes. And I was able to find two DPS faster through like guild members than to uh, before the actual queue gave us the thing. So, yeah, if you want to do random dungeons for the time being, especially if they're normal, random veterans seem to work much better. But if you need the random normal dungeon, you definitely will have to get a pre group queued up. So. Be sure to ask your guilds or just zone chat in general. If you're in like Deshaun or Rotwood or uh, Wayrest, Stormhaven, I'm sure if you ask people in there, there'll be people ready to help. Like a lot of people want to get that experience and especially lobies. So go around, ask around. I'm sure someone will want to do it. So, but ultimately, um, I, I think that uh, Zoss has done a pretty good job on the first three DLC this year, considering COVID and the whole working from home. But this fourth DLC, you can definitely tell that COVID is working hard against them. And I would just want to take this time, and I'm sure Bob would too if he was here, to reassure and show appreciation to the devs for their continuance work, even though, you know, with forums and their Twitters blowing up with many, many negative comments about this patch in general. Because there's been many bad side effects that came with this uh, update. And yeah, it sucks. But just know that, you know, they're they're going to be working to fix it. And all we, we can do is wait. And I definitely do like some of the positives. Like the item set collections. The increased amount of transmutes. And all that. So, yeah. Definitely can't wait for this uh, entire thing to be good. And... Hopefully, you know, next year it'll be better. And then our last bit of news is the Adonid event has been pushed back to start on December 3rd until December 15th. They said that this is so that they can do more dungeon performance and save, save ability before that the Adonid event comes around. Because, well, it just seems like the dungeon finder, it knows that the Adonid event's coming. So it's like, all right, got to break ourselves like really badly. And they do it. And then, as always, be sure to keep doing your pledges beforehand for keys, as when this event comes around that we may get new or returning Opal styles. And if you're doing normal pledges, it's better to create a group, whereas Veteran Dungeons, the Dungeon Fighter isn't as buggy, like I mentioned before. So, yeah, you might have to just go around and be like, hey, I want to do normal pledges, and who wants to join? And I'm sure you can grab four people. So, asking guilds and zone chat again. And we'll probably go over some of the rewards later on. 
maybe like next week or two weeks from now. But if you're wondering, yes, they're bringing Opal Iceheart, so I can have that, you know, Iceheart staff on PC, and I might go for a sword and shield too. I don't know yet. Definitely, definitely save up those keys. And then the last bit of news is, well, it's dog news, I would say, because it's my dog Plar strikes again. And I've turned one of my many Breton Magplars into a Breton tank plar. And it is mm, surprisingly effective. And you might be like, wait a second, a Breton tank plar? Yes, it's crazy. But, and it's definitely not meta in any case, but it just might work for what I want. So, pretty much what I use is Ebon, Battlefield Acrobat, Chudon Helm, and Stone Keeper Arm Cops. What Battlefield Acrobat does is that it reduces the cost of all my abilities by 6%. So that's pretty good considering that a lot of my stuff revolves around magic, especially like my heal, my uh, shield, my buff, and all that. So, And with my Breton, Mag Recovery, and uh, Spell re Reduction of Cost, that definitely helps. And I use the Chudon Helm for armor and Stonekeeper for just a little bit more health, stamina, and magicka. And I created this because I needed False God boots and gloves, but I couldn't get any Q as a healer. In fact, one of the big biggest problems with groups is that there wasn't enough tanks. So I was like, you know what? I'll just create my own tank. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go off the meta, do what I want, and I did. And after tanking six runs of normal Sunspire, I still need gloves, but I got my boots and four other pieces for the collection book. So that will cost me less transmute when I go mass create it when I finally get that boots, gloves. When I finally get that gloves, because that's what I need. Not boots. Definitely not boots. I don't need more boots. And then one of the only problems that I've had solo tanking NSS is that it was the last ad pool before the first boss. Part of it was because it was just super sloppy because the entire group was never ready altogether. And sometimes like a DPS or a healer would go sneaking off to the side and it's like, no, 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 I'm not there yet. Now all these people are running around. I have to grab these these guys are the two-handed who, if you just let them go, they'll wipe, like, the entire group. And because I waste so much uh, stamina, like, sprinting, rolling, so much magicka, like, trying to grab stuff that's running everywhere, it just makes it super hard for me. And part of it might be just because, like, I've never tanked Sunspire. So, and it definitely, that's definitely a challenge. And... It's definitely something that I would like to know what to do better, but it's hard to tell. I mean, it could just be that, you know, maybe solo Templar, Breton, Tanklar isn't the greatest tank for it, and I'm okay with that, but I don't know. I definitely think that there's something more I can do on my side, so. All right, so that, that kind of covers up the news, and that's going to bring us to our middle portion of the show and we just want to take this time to remind you all that of our awesome sponsors of loot crate and gamefly if you check the show notes you will see links 
to both where you can get awesome discounts on both while also supporting our show. You can get 15% off your forced order at Loot Crate or sign up for one month at Gamefly for only $10 and get another month from us for free. That's right, free. So again, check the show notes for the links to those and thank you all so much for the support. All your support really means the world to us, really. And these opportunities come from our show for being a part of the oh-so-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where you can find us and many other great shows at robotsradio.net. Have you ever wanted to learn more about geography without sitting through a snoozy old lecture? Geography Arcade is a weekly podcast all about your favorite video games and their geographic lessons, inspirations, and even some minor analysis. Some may say analysis. Boo! Well, we're going to learn and have fun while we talk about Pokemon, Elder Scrolls, and much more. Come join the adventure at Geography Arcade on your favorite podcatcher and YouTube. All right, welcome back, everyone, from that short little ad break there. Uh, so first up, we're going to go over like the current state of Cyrodiil, and <sighs> healing is now group only. Yay. And hashtag sad dog. Well, Bob and I will probably talk more about this next week, but yeah, it's definitely not an exciting change that I'm looking forward to, but I don't know. Hopefully that after a couple more of these bug fixes is that they'll actually be able to see if this group-only healing is good or not, if it actually matters or if it doesn't, and they'll work from there. But, yeah. This isn't definitely the most excited thing I'm glad to see for Cyrodiil, so. But, yeah. So, next up, we have our leaderboards of Grey Host. And, yeah. So, first off, we have PCNA. And these campaigns have just reset for the PC and Sadia. And AD won last month. So, congratulations to the Outermary Dominion. And for this month, we have EP in first with 1170, AD in second with 1060, and DC in last with 880. So, yep, the campaign is just fresh, and yep. So for PC and Sadia EU, EP won last month, so congratulations to them. And then in first, we have DC with 236. EP in second with 229, and AD in last with 216. So, yeah, I got those scores a little bit earlier today when it reset. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see what they are or for what both of the scores will be uh, next week when the campaign's a little bit older, more it's older than a day. So, all right. So, so for Xbox NA, uh, we have DC in first with 49K. EP in second with 44k, and 80 in last with 37k. So, Daggerfall Covenant leading by 5k. So, yeah, 
we're pretty safe right now in that campaign, so hopefully we just keep it up. For Xbox EU, we have Ebonheart Pact with 48k, AD with 45k, and DC and Last with 36k. So fairly similar to Xbox NA, except for EP is in first and DC is in last and AD is in the middle for Xbox EU. Alright, so for PS4, or I guess just PlayStation now, for PlayStation NA, you have DC in first with 51.5k, EP in second with 43.8k, and AD in last with 35.3k. So those scores are actually very similar to that of Xbox NA, which is interesting. You know, Daggerfall and Covenant with a solid 5k plus lead in first, and 80, you just like a solid 5k behind in last compared to the Ebon Art back, which is in the middle. So, very interesting. For a PlayStation EU, we have Ebon Heart Pact in first with 45.3k, DC shortly behind with 44k, and the Ordinary Dominion in last with 39.8k. So, yeah, those are the scores for Cyrano for this month and yeah all right so our little you know, informational part of the show is we're going to be covering a stable master assistant and it's kind of like you know something that I definitely want to see added into the game and yeah so I'm going to go ahead and kind of give like my thoughts on this so All right, so you might be asking yourself, what what exactly does a stable? Wow. So you might be asking yourself, what exactly does a stable master assistant do? Well, this would give you easy access to your daily training for speed, stamina, and carry capacity. Now, I'm thinking, you know, how can you get it? And you can either get it through crowns, but the way how I was kind of thinking is that I prefer to see it like in game, similar to like. Pirani the Smuggler and make it part of like a chapter expansion or any DLC really. But if it's part of like a zone DLC, either the chapter or the small one at the end of the year that they typically do, so that they can make it evolve around like some series of horse themed quests. Like maybe you have to go, I don't know, maybe you have to go run around, catch the, like these horse. Maybe you maybe catch wild horses and bring them in, or you know, something along that, and feed horses. And yeah, either way, you know, kind of make it in game so that you you don't have to spend like what, like 4k, 5k crowns on it. Because that's definitely something that I would like to see, especially since you have the smugglers thing. And yeah, So there's always a drawback when it comes to these assistants and pretty much what the drawback does is that it makes you ask the question of what makes you want to use a normal saber master over the assistant if it was to exist. And for example, you have like the banker. Uh, The banker doesn't have a guild bank. The merchant. The merchant can't repair armor. And you have the smuggler, which is a 35% loss of gold, which is a smuggler's fee. For the smuggler, you have the 35% loss of gold, which is counted as the, as the uh, smuggler's fee. 
and you can't monitor items. So for the stable master system, I'm thinking like, well, you can't buy horses, so we can just throw that out, out of there. I mean, people typically don't buy those horses, so it's fine. And if you do, you can always go to a normal stable master. And as far like as like the gold wise, I think you can make it either 150 or even double the amount. So it costs 400 or 500 gold instead of 250. Yeah, that wraps up uh, the Stable Master Assistant section, and yeah. Alright, so if you want to find the show, you can find us on Twitter of at Red Diamond Cast. You can also find us on our Facebook page of The Red Diamond Courier. You can join us on our Xbox sale of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which you can find using the Robots Radio Discord found easily on robotsradio.net. And then if you check our show notes, you can also find links to our merch store and our awesome sponsors. If you have any ESO questions, you can always go check out ESO-Hub.com, where they have a plethora of information. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed through your Dwemer Automaton bot and Discord. Our music is created and produced by the all-talented Daniel Nisley, whose contact or information can also be found in the show notes below. And if you're listening onto iTunes, please, please leave us a review. It always helps the show, and we enjoy any feedback that we can get. So, as for me, you can find me on Xbox, Twitter, ESOPC, all of Dog Bark 24. So, yeah, you can come play with me. And then, if you want to, you know, talk to Bob, be like, Bob, you, you don't know what uh, Dog and Cadwell and Aberthar and Beastmaster and Larynth has done to their courier shop today. Like, there's so much construction going around. Like, you just hear tons of banging and science being changed out, being, uh, you know, flesh action architecture tools for the dim-witted and Bob smells and what else do I say? I am the best dog. <laughs> You can find him on Xbox of Bob Space Chisinski, ESOPC, uh, Twitter, and Twitch.tv, all at Bob underscore Chichinsky. So be sure to check him out. And yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. So as always, thank you for listening and catch you next time. See ya. to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast, my name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt 
would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice, or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. Arrgh.